When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that Welcome later. Welcome to episode uh, 67 of the We'll Talk About That Later podcast. I am Junior. Um, I am also joined by Mark. Yeah, got a new angle of Junior today, so I'm loving it. <laughs> People are going to think that's weird. I'm also yeah, no. joined... <laughs> Uh, what he means is another angle of my room. Um, I'm also joined by Tanya. What's good, people? And uh, you did say big times again, but it's fine. I mean, I've only said it once, and I, I think I'm going to leave it at that. And then I'm also joined by the man, the enigma, the agenda, Abdi. That's, that's so unfair. I'm just a normal <laughs> human being. <laughs> sorry, sorry, just. I've just been knocked sideways by just five minutes ago. Tanya told us she wrote a love letter to herself. Which what is, is the most wrong with that? pathetic thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm going to get Tanya. a nice envelope as well. I'm going to get a you nice envelope. It to yourself. You, you've yeah. got to post it to yourself. You've got to go <laughs> yeah. post it. Oh my God. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. She's going to write from, write from question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put love, Tan- love your best friend Tanya. That's what I put. Oh my God. Anyway, um, just a quick update on, on the homeless man who scammed me. The homeless man who scammed me a couple of weeks ago. I saw oh, him today, God. yeah? And then uh, he stopped and spoke to me. And then he was like, um, he's like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. I just entertained this conversation. But even then, I was still a bit, I'm, I'm still a bit pissed about him scamming me last time. <laughs> if you don't know the story, go back a couple of episodes. You'll know exactly what happened. So I see him and he's walking from this road. And, I just, and then he goes to me, oh, I just came from my house. And I was like, excuse me? Like, you've got a house. I was like, the, the definition of being homeless is not having a home. You're not homeless. You're home full. Like, he's got a home. And, like, and then, like, I was walking away, yeah. And then uh, he, he he turned back and he pulled my arm. Oh, my, like, the red mist came down. I was just like, no. It's be- like, at the best of time, don't touch me. But especially in the pandemic, he pulled my He put his oh. grubby, dirty-ass hands on me. 
But yeah, that's nah. what I've been up to today. <laughs> so what'd you do? Why is he touching you up? Yeah, why I don't know, he wanted, to, he wanted to tell me something. And then in the end, he goes, oh, don't worry about it. Did he, did he whisper it in your ear? <laughs> Should have said, mate, I'm worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's grabbing up my arm. <laughs> did yeah, he whisper it in your ear? Abdi, did he He's whisper gonna it in your invite ear? you to No, he didn't bloody whisper in my ear, man. Shut up. Sweet, sweet nothing's in your ear. Well, <laughs> all right, super football. No? Okay, cool. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Mist came over him. <laughs> he was getting all red, hot, like it, like it, like his hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, have a good podcast. Yeah, take care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so let's start with our spotlight game, which Abdi, um, which is why I paused because Abdi titled it Arsenal versus City. Uh, but that wasn't <laughs> our spotlight game. I corrected it, bro. You need to see. Go oh, back no. Group. No, I, okay. I, I copied the wrong the wrong agenda. So it's Arsenal versus Chelsea Is a, was our spotlight game of the weekend. Um, Arsenal won 3-1. Uh, it was a must-win game. Chelsea had won it. They'd gone second, and Arsenal were desperate for points, period. Um, we hadn't won in nearly two months. Can you believe that? Nearly two months without a W in the Premier League. That's mad. Anyway, initial thoughts, guys? We should have brought Ardian on for this one, you know. (laughs) Why are we always bringing him on when Chelsea lose? I know, that's the thing. It's true. That's that's unfair. You bring him on in pain. (laughs) He aired my messages because I was was like winding him up and he just, yeah, blue ticks, man. Tanya is the worst. I would never... He calls me every time Tottenham lose and he can't take it when it's the other way around. But anyway, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. No, it's cool. I was just going to say, you wait. It's like London buses. You wait two months for some open play goals and a couple of them come along at once. But it's it's no... Well, one was the Xhaka free kick, which obviously wasn't open play. Then you had the Saka. Kind of, so it's one. Oh, so yeah, it's one. one. Okay. Right. Well, you, well, you, got your one, you got your one. So I take that back, that whole statement. But I, I just think... I think it's... um. And we've seen the lineup for tonight, so we can actually say now with a bit of chest that it wasn't a one-off, like, I'm going to yeah. do this and then switch it all back up to the same next week. Yeah. He's gone with the kind of exact same lineup tonight with Aubameyang and Lacazette. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed against Chelsea, the, the fresh legs, freshness in the general sense, fresh minds, players who aren't afraid to try something new, be a bit more direct. I thought I saw that in the Arsenal team for the first time this season. A bit of will to win. And youngsters who um, care. Yeah. That's it what, was still... That's what I, sorry, Tanya. That's what I was saying last week okay. when I was like, just play the youngsters because... Uh, and you guys were saying... Like, for example, when you said, just play Enketia instead of Lacazette or whoever. And my point is just that the youngsters will try more. They will... And if mm. we if we lose... It's expected because they're they're youngsters. They've got a lot to learn, and they'll probably learn a lot from losing as well. But that's what that's what my point is. It's easier to support than supporting Willian, David Luiz, these mm. men who don't care. Whereas you've got youngsters who are giving everything for you to win. And even if you don't, if even if you don't win, it's it's kind of easier to accept. It's still annoying, but it's kind of easier to accept to some extent. Sorry, Tanya, go on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When 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 I saw the lineup, honestly, I was quite emotional when I saw William wasn't playing at all. <laughs> As I said, it's 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 just if I, I felt a different way. But um, I felt like uh, the best thing about well, what I saw was it goes like you guys were saying. It goes a long way. Be like I'm not really. I don't really 
get involved in all the people saying, oh, passion and desire and all that stuff. I think that's all a lot for show a lot of the time. But when you see a guy like Martinelli running from his own half deep into the opposition's half, chasing the ball down, sprinting mm. at full speed, mm. it's, it's infectious and the rest of the team do it as well. I think the primary reason we won, and I'm not taking anything away from our performance, I thought there were some very good performances, was Chelsea really, really started very slowly. Yeah, and um, very. Well. I they, think they, more so than that. I think they stuck the place up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They, just they, didn't they were very poor. Mm, they didn't they have any poor. answers. Um, and I, I also feel like Chilwell and Reece Jones were rushed back a little bit. I think Lampard was panicking. Um, I'm not saying they were bad, bad, but I just, I don't think they were at their best. But no, boy, Reece James was bad. Reece James was bad. Yeah, yeah. Did that's you think that's Martin Martin Huh? Everyone spoke at the same time. <laughs> no, I was saying, do you think it was a penalty on Tierney, Reese James? I, I think, yeah, I do. I think where when you risk contact in the box, mm. you're gonna put yourself under that kind of scrutiny where the ref could give a penalty. Yeah. Um, we've seen it time and time again this season specifically, uh, like the Welbeck one um, against Liverpool. Um and like any Man United penalty and um and there was another one as well recently. So any contact in the box where a player goes down, it's looking like it's a pen in most yeah. cases. Yeah, I think I think it's one. If it's your team, you say it's a penalty all day. If it's mm. against your team, you try and pick it apart a little bit. I think it's mm. for me personally. I think it's right in the middle. I think there was definitely contact, but I think also. And I'm not saying it was a dive because there's no way it was a dive, but I just think the momentum of the pace he was running, he was already mm. starting to fall. So I can see both sides of, yeah. the, um, of the picture here. But as Junior explained well, from what we've seen this season, it is a pen. So, so you couldn't really complain if you're a Chelsea mm. fan because it was clumsy from Rhys James anyway. 100%. I think Rhys um, James put himself at risk by just letting Tierney cut inside him. Um, and that's where... The fault was Reece James shouldn't that shouldn't have uh, happened. He should have just ushered him down the line. But it is what it is, and Lacazette scored. The I think, I think that did change the game though, because I'm because Chelsea started the game quite poorly. But I feel like that could have if that penalty didn't happen, they might have grown into the game a little bit more. But can I just say here, I not with Timo Werner the <laughs> no, I completely agree with Abdi about Tammy Abraham. This guy, I said it before. Why, why can't he head her? <laughs> My guy is six foot four. Like, what? I don't get it. Like, and if you're gonna go with that approach, which is, ha- I think they had like thirty four crosses or something wild yeah. like that. Why is he not playing Giroud? I, I can't so believe. I couldn't believe he didn't bring him on. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like right. Giroud was warming up, yeah, and then the next thing you see is Giroud putting his jacket back on, sitting down. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like. T- how many crosses did Rhys James head right onto Rob Holding's head or Murray's head? By the way, Rob Holding, we give him slack every week, but he was monstrous. I don't know what mm, it is. Yeah, he Chelsea. did have a good game. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's he did. Thing. He lost playing against Chelsea. Um, I agree with, um, I think it was, wait, I don't know who said it, um, who said, uh, don't want to take away too much credit from Arsenal, but Chelsea kind of performed um, subpar. I think, yeah, but then also... As, you know, Arsenal lacking confidence, um, low on victories. We have to take advantage of those moments. And we scored two goals kind of close to each other. And then you have to say, 
we defended really, really well. Um, to even when Chelsea made the subs at halftime, you know, uh, Callum Hudson Odoi, I thought he he played really well when when he came. Yeah, he made. An I haven't, impact, I haven't even seen that kind of play from Callum Hudson. Like everyone's always talking about Odoi, like he's he's oh he's amazing, but I hadn't seen it yet. But I saw it. At no, the end right, it's like um, direct running, skillful, always trying to get. A, like a crossing or of like mm. I, I I was genuinely I was like oh here we go now Chelsea are gonna get back in the game but you know you have to say Arsenal defended really well until the 80th minute where we looked like we were gonna self-destruct by giving them a goal <laughs> and then conceding the penalty I really thought I, I, I said it in the group chat Jorginho is gonna miss he's gonna miss and what yeah. happens he bloody missed it why does he keep getting these guys to take penalties for like they actually could have got back he... into the game Generally, he is a good penalty taker, though. But I mean, apparently, um, he's he did yeah. four of the last five. No, he's missed a lot of them. Yeah, oh, well, then I'll take that back. Is it, <laughs> do you know what it is, though? It's because he tries so hard to skank the keeper that if with his little hop. he doesn't skank the keeper with his little hop, he doesn't actually put that much power into his pens. Mm, yeah. no, so he's, he's literally no. he's, bank, he's banking on his little trick working. And if it doesn't, and the keeper does go the right way, as we saw with Leno, it's not even hard for him to yeah. save. Save but to be fair, that was a good save from Leno. Like he was not off his line at all when he mentioned. Yeah. It. No, it was a good save. It was at it was at a perfect height, though. Perfect. Yeah, no, perfect height. Yeah, definitely. Without like as much power as you'd expect from a from a pen, but yeah. he did what he needed to do, and and uh, when the penalty was given, I honestly thought, ooh, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Most seen? important. Yeah. Most the most important thing about that it was very very a big save because. I honestly believe, yeah, that was on right on. We had five minutes at a time, and that was right on nine minutes. Yeah, if they had scored, they would have scored again. I genuinely yeah. believe that, and then that could have literally been the difference. I think that honestly, that save could be the difference between us staying up and us not getting <laughs> us not getting really getting relegated. Because like, like right at that moment as well, because it was the first moment they had any pressure. They scored a goal. And then what we can see the penalty right after. Really silly challenge from Pablo Murray, who, by the way, he was on a booking and he should have got sent off because mm. that's mm. the second booking. And he didn't, mm. I don't know what, I think the, yeah. goal, I think the referee must have forgot. <laughs> but, and that was a silly challenge as well because Pulisic, he danced through. And then, um, but yeah, big so save from Leno as well. So I just want to say um, 30 minutes before the Brighton versus Arsenal kickoff, that that victory against Chelsea means absolutely nothing if we do not back it oh, you'll a beat victory them. against Brighton yeah. and then West Brom at the weekend. I think it means absolutely nothing if we don't beat these two teams. But can I just say, though, I think there has to be big, big question marks about Frank Lampard because I didn't even think that Arsenal were going to win, yeah? And you have to look no at the amount thought. of money they've spent. And I just feel like the approach again from Lampard, I don't know, mm. like in these big games, he's just not getting it right. And... I, I don't agree with people saying Lampard out there. I don't agree with that. But it's a bit I don't know, Tanya. I think... I don't... I, I, well, I, I don't really like, have a, a concrete um, way of thinking here because I don't know whether he mm. should be in or out. That's for Chelsea fans to decide. But what I, yeah. from what I can see from the outside is that he's been there for 18 months and I still can't really work out how he's trying to play football with that Chelsea team. Yeah, and, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, and that for I, me is 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 kind of he's had long enough to kind of imprint something. You know, when Klopp came in mm. and we started pressing so much more, 
within kind of three or four games, people said, whoa, something's changing here. With Arteta, more so last season when you started pressing more and more, just smaller things that, that you can kind of see straight away. I just haven't seen anything really in 18 months. Yeah. Said, this is Frank Lampard's way. This is my way of playing football. I mean, I Yeah, you that- have to say... I'll go and do it now. No, so Sorry. I was just going to say, I said it last, I think like a few weeks ago when Chelsea were were doing well. I just think it's it's a thin line for Frank Lampard, I feel. Um, because mm. obviously this um, this season's a strange one where teams are like one week you're challenging for the title, the next week you're nowhere near, you're forgotten about mm. and blah, blah, blah. But I think for Chelsea, who have spent the most um, money in the summer... And who probably have the best overall squad in the league in terms of like mm. depth and all that kind of stuff. They need to be uh, challenging mm. consistently, dropping points against Arsenal, mm. dropping points against Wolves, dropping points against um, I forgot who who else they dropped. Villa last night. Yeah, Villa. And then before the 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 Wolves game, Everton. Everton. Mm. Yeah, they lost. Well, to Everton. They, no, no, mm. they've got four from the last available 15 well yeah one yeah. winning five and yeah. that's a problem yeah. them men have spent yeah. ridiculous amounts of money 90 million on Havertz 60 odd million on uh, Werner on uh, who on who yeah on... finding Timo bro finding, finding Timo, Timo the guy <laughs> is honestly he's shocking he's actually mm. shocking I'm not even gonna like he's yeah. shocking like, I admitted it to welcome myself, to the, Andy, I got, Welcome to I got the team, guys. <laughs> Andy, welcome me over as well. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I, I wanted to give him time, not that, not for any reason, really. I just, I think, always think people new to the league need time. But mm. every time I watch this guy, it's actually a bit of a disaster class. Yeah, I think the guy said it. I think Andy Townsend said it on, and you know, it's something if you're agreeing with Andy Townsend. Um, on commentary, he goes. Werner either hits the goalkeeper or skies it. Like, there's no middle ground. He doesn't, like, put it in the corner. He doesn't try it. It's just either at the goalkeeper or high. Um, and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's no surprise that um, yesterday when they played, everyone was, um, everyone, uh, all the worst, the worst players they had yesterday were Rudiger, Ver- Werner, and when Havertz came on. Those are the three worst players. And what league did all three of them come from? <laughs> the Bundesliga. No, but, yeah. but I do want to um, give Arteta credit though because I still think it was a bold move to play some youngsters in, in quite a big yeah. game but do you know what it was the right move I thought um, Smith Rowe was really good and Saka yeah. listen I'm a Tottenham fan yeah, but I absolutely love this guy like I want him to do really well and that goal yeah. oh my lord I was like Oh, you know, I was actually proud of him. I can't. Lie. I mean, I don't, I don't All think right, he meant it, on. but still. still. Yeah, I was gonna ask. No, he did. He didn't. Now, do you see what? It was quality, but he didn't. Do you see Tammy yeah. Abraham afterwards? Like him and Maitland yeah. Niles are talking, and they go, "Shut up! You didn't mean that." Well, <laughs> uh, Tammy Abraham didn't he mean his goal. His goal just hit him in the chest. So be quiet. <laughs> All right. Um, so that was a big win for Arsenal. Uh, big. I just want to say one one small thing. Yeah. So um, although like we gave loads of praise to the young players that came in, particularly Martinelli and Smith Rowe and Saka's always there. But I want to give some shout out to the senior players who were playing on Saturday, who um, got a lot of stick this this season. So uh, Leno has got stick at some points. Holding Xhaka and Lacazette have got lots of stick, but all three of them played very well and they stepped up. Um, 
majorly as well. So I can't imagine any mm. other, the other senior yeah. players like namely Louise and Willian, but mainly Willian, um, would have would have got would have stepped up that way. So I have to give them credit as well. But like Junior said, if we don't back it up against Brighton or West Brom, which I fear that we could just go back to normal, um, then then that literally that that performance means nothing as well. And then those players will again just be back yeah, in the firing line. And just to end on that point which was my point last week, which is the players are to blame more so than the managers, is that you see these performances and maybe so like when Arteta first took over where you see Xhaka stepping up and everyone's like, ooh, Xhaka looks like this new player, blah, blah, blah. David Luiz, oh my God, he looks so good in Arteta's thing. Even Mustafi was trying to fool man uh, by playing on like in that free at the beginning <laughs> of Arteta's reign. But if the players revert to type and make mistakes and, and do the silly things that they are known for, then Arsenal can't win football games. And that and Arteta can talk to them blue in the face. But if it doesn't stick and they don't do what they have to do, then we're not going to win football games. And it's as simple as that. But let's move on. Um, <laughs> the next game was... Um, well, actually, not the next game. Um, the first game of the weekend was Leicester versus Man United. Um, it was a pretty exciting game. It was pretty end-to-end. Um, yeah. I thought Leicester played really well. Um, but Man United... Leicester played... are good, you know. Sorry. Leicester yeah, they are good. Are good. Um, and, and they... Whoa, whoa, whoa. To ten, 10 players for Leicester are good. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I thought Man United had, had spells in the game. Um, but it ended 2-2. Maybe a draw was was fair, yeah. Um, but mm. Schmeichel made mm. a brilliant save. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that he was so so impressive, mm. um, and he's been very impressive this season. Marcus Rashford, but boy, did he some yeah. some chances there. Yeah, particularly yeah. The, it was a massive save, save from Schmeichel, but the first one difference between three points and one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The header, the header. He should have definitely bagged that. Bruno Fernandes got that type no, of and, delivery. And the one where he went clean through. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one who went clean through. Yeah, with Schmeichel. So three big chances, and he scored one. I can't begrudge him too much, but still, like that's the difference between a point and three points in it. So. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the next step Rashford has to take. Um, is it be more clinical? Um, I think someone said it at the weekend as well. They were like, um. They were they were talking about Rashford whether he is a striker or a winger and then oh it was Roy Keane was it Roy Keane no Scholes um, where when the cross came in and Rashford had the header and he blazed it over um, it was like in the first few minutes of the game oh yes that was a big miss from Rashford yeah and and they said that's the difference between mm-hmm. a top striker and maybe someone mm-hmm. who is a who who might be more suited on the wing because he should have he should have scored that. And I don't know about what you guys think. Obviously, Rashford is still very young, only 23. Um, but can he transition into that goal machine? Can he can he become Man United's number nine? Because obviously, like you guys know, I don't rate Martial as a number nine. I don't think he's got the quality to, to win those games for Man United. I do think Rashford is better than Martial. I don't know. What do you guys think? I rate Rashford. I think he has got the ability to reach those heights, you know, because he's achieved so much at such a young age. Um, I don't know how exactly how many goals he scored, but I think Rashford, every time, don't get me wrong, I think Rashford, he needs to get 
more consistent. Sometimes he has a lot of off games and like he does miss big chances. But when he's good, he's electric, man. I watch and I'm mm. just like, wow, like I think this guy is gonna with, be a real talent. Yeah, you just don't get many whether he scores or no. not, you don't get many below mm. par performances from him nowadays. Mm. Which yeah. I think is where yeah. he's at as a as a mark of kind of uh, standing in the game. He's a quality, quality player. And I didn't even mean to open up the, the discussion like this, but I just think he will be looking back at those two chances and kicking himself. He'll know he should have scored at least one of them. And um, I think, I think, they, they should have gone. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, just uh, on the Martial point as well, I heard a lot of people at the weekend saying basically if we could merge them together, they'd be like the perfect centre forward because Martial's got all the hold up play and everything. And um, he's a bit, he, and Rashford's just, you know, he's got the ball striker technique, he's got the pace. Like, both of them are very good, but you forget about like Junior, he said he didn't rate Martial, but like you forget strikers. As a striker. Really yeah, he's a striker, but like. I think um, he's a winger, in my opinion. I'd, Martial. I'd, yeah, I prefer him uh, as a winger. But like, just generally, like, you forget strikers and forwards, they're mature. Like majority of strikers, apart from the the young phenomenon, like they mature later. So Bamiyang started to become a shooter when he was younger. Lewandowski when he was sorry when they're older. Lewandowski same. Um, so, but like you forget as well, like that. Marsh, you, you talk about Rashford's age. He's twenty three, but Martial's twenty five as well. So they're not different. There's not much difference in their age, and you know they can get to um, a higher level, I feel, especially Rashford as well. Like he's, he's done so, like Tani said, he's been very good for his age for a long time. Mm. And then now mm. I feel like he, the next step is obviously being more consistent, being so, match winner. So can I ask you a question? Um, this genuine question. Ask a question. We, <laughs> we, we've talked a lot about on this podcast about the price tags for players and, and mm. that is a marker that we should judge them. And obviously Rashford came from Man United's academy. So I guess maybe the level of expectation of him to um, produce isn't as high as someone who came for a high price tag, ergo Martial. So I've seen Martial miss like there was a game, um, Champions League game against PSG where he missed two sitters. Um, And just generally this season, he's been a bit off it. Um, So... And it's been, I don't know, how many seasons? Five seasons now that he's been in the Premier League? Maybe more? Are we seeing... I don't know if I'm getting mm. what I paid for if I'm Man United. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, mm. obviously the price tag is different. The expectations are different. But I feel like we should probably talk about the game as a whole. Okay. So um, I think... Uh, uh, you know when Leicester. you don't want to answer a question and you just sidestep like that. <laughs> yeah, so, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that later on. <laughs> um, Leicester, on the whole, I felt like the game was um, Man United. I feel like should have won that game. To be honest, they had quite a few chances, but as soon as they got into the lead, they were quite negative with the way they approached it. I know it was late on in the game, but mm. I mean, instead of getting on the ball and starting dictating and, and, and like you know seeing the game out. They all sat back and wasn't in that right back. The, the, the centre back Twenze came on at right back again. Do you get no outlet as a full back? And then everyone was raving about what's his name's performance, Tielemans. Well, I, I didn't see anything special really. I mean, oh, he's a guy. Stop really. it. Honestly, I'm not even taking the piss. I never saw anything special with that performance. I thought, I thought indeed he was the uh, the more impressive <laughs> one. Again, like I said, Indeedy and Madison are holding this guy hand every week. And then okay. just watch uh, no. Let, let's you let's just you can't, yeah you can't zoom into one performance with a microscope and make your so judgment. in 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 the name <laughs> no, of fairness day. in the name of fairness the Premier League um they have this show on Sky Sports and this 
graphic came up. So, Abdi, this isn't a personal attack on, on your beliefs, but this is what just stumbled into my path. Um, my beliefs, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tillem- this is Tillman's stats amongst Leicester players in this season specifically. Distance covered first. Touches first. Successful passes first. Possession gained. So that's when he was talking about Ndidi, Ndidi winning the ball back and all that kind of stuff. Tillemans is first. So... Ooh, in your face! I mean, I'm not doing... Uh, yeah, in, stats, in, in stats are cute face. and everything. <laughs> no, stats, stats are nice and everything. Oh, cute. Yeah, you're good at stats. I, I, I bet McTominay's stats are good. Bro. No, <laughs> um, no, come on. Firstly, let's not forget, let's not forget that Madison and Tiedemans only recently both came back into the team. They've both been injured for... for so I imagine those, those, those stats were would be... Um, much, 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 much better. I mean, in terms of in, in my favor, um, in my favor, looking at them with regards <laughs> to Matt, yes. But let's not forget as well, yeah. Like yesterday, I was in the group and I, I was watching the game, the Crystal Palace game, and I messaged you guys and I said, Oh, shock that when um, Tielemans comes on, the goal goes in. And then Junior goes into a massive rant about, Oh, no, there's it wasn't Tielemans a massive didn't come rant. on, he came on after a goal. I watched the goal back later on, <laughs> and it was Tielemans who left us our heart free at the back post. So, the, there you go. This guy, also, I don't rate I just him. Say that? I'm not going to rate him. I did. I did say in the group that I, I wasn't sure. I might have rearranged. Oh, okay, the cool. Timeline. Well, you wasn't sure after you went in. But then also, Mark it, so. backed my what I thought was right. So well, Mark, Mark is equally culpable. Right. <laughs> I need to be dragged into this. No, you do because because <laughs> you put me into it um, before. Anyway, we're, we're not. We're not going. We're not. Anyway, um, Harvey Barnes scored at the weekend oh. and then he also scored yesterday and we it sparked a little discussion in the group about whether he should be on the plane um well not the plane i don't know because the euros are a bit everywhere this mm. um, he should be on the multiple planes <laughs> is he going to be on multiple planes and and the home bus when we when england play in Wembley? anyway do you think he should should be in the squad for the summer Discuss. at the moment yes at the moment mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. So who who? I'm I'm thinking you can't drop Grealish. Um, if oh, he's no, no, Grealish no has way. to start, and then who do no you play way. on the right? Rashford or Sterling? So is Harvey Barnes just there to for numbers or? Why does oh, yeah. Grealish yeah, have yeah. to play left wing? Why does Grealish have to play left wing? Because, because Southgate loves the free at the back. The Gareth Southgate is oh, not going to stop. He wants his whip from his wing backs, and yeah, it's um. Yeah, he, he, it looks like because he hasn't gone into any games before at the back recently, Gareth Southgate. Mm. So he's definitely planning on that five still. Yeah, I don't think he trusts his defenders to be honest. But back all the way back to Harvey Barnes, I actually would take him, but I wouldn't. He would just be there for me. Okay, like he wouldn't be in contention really to would, start in terms he, of the quality in front of him. I know he's in form, but he would be an option for me. Final thirty, bit of pace, play? solid left foot. Would he play the last um, group game if you've qualified? Come, yeah, come yeah, on, that, give him that. Yeah, yeah. Give him that. <laughs> Abdi? If Mark was to give him that Jermaine Defoe treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the number 28. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Harvard Burns, yes, I would. I, I, I was the person who came in with the shout in the first place. So definitely, I feel like not many. Oh, look at way just that. Yeah, he just wants a little credit in here, isn't it? Yeah, I was the one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, with me, like I definitely see Grealish as more of like a midfielder rather than a wide forward. But obviously, 
Southgate doesn't see that. You, I do you, think if Southgate's got the chance... If you put him in midfield, you, you miss out on a lot. Because you then add responsibilities that he wouldn't have in a more advanced mm. role. So you just, I mean, you, to be fair, like, recently, like, as um, Barkley's been out and they've been playing with Triori and El Ghazi, Grealish has had to drop back into midfield and his performance hasn't dipped at all. So you can play yeah, him as a but He's basically playing as like a 10 or an inside. Mm. Yeah, but we don't, that's a, I would fully agree with you, but Gareth Southgate doesn't know what a 10 is. <laughs> yeah, but even even as a, even as like with Gareth Southgate, if he plays with three at the back or like a back five as he usually is, then I feel like he would definitely go for someone like Sterling or Rashford ahead of Greenish because you know he doesn't like Greenish anyway. So yeah, yeah he can't true. stand him in Wasteland. Yeah, he takes every opportunity to talk about Grealish to praise Mount. So, um, but let's move just before on. We've, just before, just quickly, I just want to talk about Bruno Fernandes quickly. I've been seeing yeah, yeah. Bruno Fernandes getting a lot of up and down criticism stick because yeah. he does some, Like when I watch him in the game, he was partly at fault for Harvey Barnes' yeah, goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I watched him in the Everton game and he does some mad stuff sometimes. Like literally, he'll get a ball and blast it 40 yards away from where the, his intended target is. <laughs> One time, uh, he, he tried... And then, the thing is, he would end the game, at every game, at least with one goal and one assist. Yeah. Exactly. So do, you agree, <laughs> do, do you agree with me, yeah, that a player like that will always get in ahead of... Will be, like, the, always the first name on the team sheet because he always takes responsibility and he always he's a mm. leader on the pitch? Yeah, I, I, uh, just to answer your question, um, before United signed him, I saw uh, um, on Twitter a Portuguese... Um, journalist post um, stats about what Man United were getting and he said the reason why Fernandez gets so many goals and assists is because he tries a lot so what he meant by that and then he posted the numbers be- uh, below he will score one goal but he'd have like eight shots at goal he'd get mm. two assists but he'd try like ridiculous passes that were never gonna you know like it weren't, he weren't gonna pull it off basically yeah. So that's the reason why Fernandez gets those numbers is because he never stops trying. So he, if he gets a clear shot at goal, he's going to take it, whether he scores or not. But we'll probably only talk about the one that went in. We probably yeah. won't talk about mm-hmm. the seven he missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same with his assist. So, I mean, your your analysis there, Abdi, was astute. And I think I would have him in the team. Um, absolutely, because you need those kind of players to... You know, we talk about Arsenal, like... Arsenal are one of the least teams that take shots outside the box. And if we're going for a gold route, which we were a couple of, like, a few weeks ago, um, who's who's taking responsibility to say, hold on, let me, let me, let me take, let me just try something different. Let me take a mm. shot from outside the box. Let me try a pass that's probably not going to happen. But then... Yeah, we lack that as well. And then someone mm. might get a ricochet and it'll land in someone... I think Liverpool do that quite a lot, actually. Like, um, they'll try things... And mm. if it don't come off, they'll get a ricochet that will land in front of Salah or Mane or Firmino. And I, I, obviously, I'm not saying that that's all Liverpool do. Cause I'm just saying that's one part of it. But um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I would have him in my team, like one of the first um, names on the team sheet, definitely. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've got to say, he is he, on top of all the goals and assists, I've been watching him quite a lot this season. And he is just a quality player. There's no denying it. On top of the the stats, which if you look if you look at them as a kind of standalone thing, you think, "Geez, like what a player!" But on the football pitch, even if he comes off without a goal or an assist, 
for the most part this season, he's had a good game. Mm. That's why I think he's also one of the first names on the team sheet. And I like how he he demands so much of other people. Yeah, like, his mentality is uh, right, yeah. definitely. Mm. Cool. Shall we move on? Cool. Yep. Awkward <laughs> uh, <laughs> silence. So Villa played uh, Crystal Palace. Palace coming off of a 7-0 um, soul-crushing defeat. Um, Why did we beat them? This makes me even more angry. Do you know that? <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, Aston Villa, you know? I mean, Aston Villa, can we just, before we start, they're actually really good this season, you know? They've they got some good. good players. Charlie Ray, McGinn, Matt they Cash, Grealish, really well. Louise. I'm like, Yo, these players are sick. Anyway, they were actually mad, you know, when they literally escaped the relegation by the skin of their teeth, and now yeah. they it's go crazy. around. The oh. More than the skin of their teeth, wasn't it the um final day? The goal, the no, you go back a few weeks before that, the the goal that was never a goal. Sheffield United, yeah. Uh, oh Sheffield yeah, United, the Sheffield yeah. United one. They would, yeah. Wouldn't they have gone down if that yeah. was actually? Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Which is crazy. They, they yeah, only they survived on goal difference. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Um, so, why do you not... think? What's the, what do you think is the reason? Like, I'm trying to understand um, it. I, no. I, I, I would think. Uh, sorry, Mark. Just quickly. Um, one, they've recruited really, really well. Uh, you think about Mart- Martinez, Cash, um, Triore, Barkley, uh, Watkins. But then you oh, also think that like, last season, McG- uh, they lost McGinn early on. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really mm, bad injury, and true. he. Really, came back after the restart but even then he was still like you could see like 40 minutes and he was done he couldn't he couldn't even like run anymore um and you can see that the partnership he has in midfield with uh louise and and he does a lot of running he does a lot for that team Mm. his passing his work rate so i think they missed that and i think above all of that they sorted out their defense um they look really really Mm. good um, and, and I just want to say as well that they beat Palace 3-0 and for they were men. down to 10 men. Yeah. That's boy. I, I the majority that of the game. game. For a whole half. I watched that Crazy. game. It was, it, was, it was on BBC One. And that was coming, by the way, because him and Zaha were, were literally going to get into a full-on scrap if yeah. he didn't get here. So it was a bit silly for Mings. But the way, honestly, the, the game didn't even change Like in terms of you think if you're 1-0 you're mm. up and you're, um, your team that's uh, down to 10 men, you think your approach would be a bit different. You'd probably be a little bit more defensive and be without the ball. No, mm. if anything, Villa got on the ball more and they mm. could have scored more goals as well. Watkins, in front of goal, he had a bad day, but his performance overall was very good. Like yeah. He was running the channels. His, his hold-up play is very good. He's very underrated as well, Like as a, as a whole. as a guy coming from a lower league and I feel like he hasn't scored in a while, but he's, um, he's, his, his overall performance is not like, yeah. for example, my man over at Chelsea, his overall performances and his goals are dried up. Stinky guy, but <laughs> just watching it. <laughs> Watkins, I just, I'm very, I'm really impressed by just his overall play. And yesterday as well, he made a yeah. sick chance. With like, he was his hold-up play was so good against um, Chelsea. But I want to give praise to like Mark pointed out in the group uh, yesterday, El Ghazi. Mm. Oh yeah, he's another five one. goals in five games. Mm. Uh, here's a little quick, here's a little quick quiz question for you guys. Who's the only other player in the Premier League this season who's got five goals in five games? Salah. Five goals in. Oh, why'd you ruin it, man? Oh, sorry. Got it so quickly, man. Just like, I didn't even <laughs> let, you didn't even let the question die on my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's sorry. two Egyptians as well, so it's quite yeah. 
yeah, but he's been sick. Like, he's, he, and the mm. goal we scored against Palace was was really good. Was a great finish. Yeah, that was a mm. finish. It was a very good mm. goal. Um, mm. Just on Watkins, we we mustn't forget that it's only recently that he's been able to play in his position because a lot um, last season was the first season he could play as a striker for Brentford because he was playing on the wing to accommodate Mopai um, at Brentford, um, mm. and so. I mean, his his rise has been really good. Like, yeah. good to see. Well, I think he was at oh, I can't remember which club, but before Brentford, Exeter he was playing in League Two, Exeter. Yeah. yeah. So it's just been yeah, good on him. Though I like to see yeah. stories like that. He was, I was uh, going to ask you guys. Oh no, just on that, Ali Watkins. Or just Brown. just quickly. Um, he was at Exeter. He was the young player of the football league uh, of League Two when he was mm. a striker at Exeter, and then he got his move to Brentford. Gone. Interesting. Now, I was going to ask you, because obviously the second half was, it looked like a mismatch in terms of two teams who knew how to play the game of football. But the funny thing was, is that the team who were dominating had 10 players mm. and the team who were just getting battered had 11 players. It looked like it was the other way around and it felt like Villa had 11 and Palace had 10. Mm. So what is it with Palace that that just... How do they always somehow seem to just get the point? I think this is their eighth season in a row in the league, but They've never really lit it up and they've never really been that a football playing team who impress you, mm. takes a horror out of that team. You could argue that it's not even that great. Mm. But, I mean, yeah, well, I don't know what your thoughts are on Palace. And... I think it's a, it's a, it's a well-run football club. They don't spend more than their means. Uh, they, don't, they don't try and do more than they can. And I think they know that that is their role, is to just stay up. That's all they want to do. They're not looking for Europa. They're not looking for uh, less excite our fans. I think they see it more as like a, a business. We just want to stay but, in the yeah. Premier That's it, how I if feel. If you're them, though, you look at Wolves and you look at Villa this season mm. and um, Leicester. But how much money was spent? from that, surely. But how much money was spent? Yeah, money, money was spent, but Wolves came from um, the championship and majority of that championship side was the team that they came into the Premier League. They spent 30 million on one player in the Championship. True, but Palace have spent money on players. They, they gave us 25 for Benteke, yeah. for, Sacco, for Sacco, another for um, Benteke. Yeah. Um, like they, they have spent money themselves. But I think yeah, they, they... yeah, they have spent money. I feel like um, on your point, Junior, about them not them wanting to um, not wanting to go further, blah, 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 or spend a lot of money in terms of progressing and getting higher up. Um, we saw last year with Watford, they spent a lot of money as well and they went down. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go higher in the league if you spend quite a lot of money. And also, the reason I feel like they are they, they focus a lot more on their defending and you know being more compact as a team is because a lot of teams don't want to go down because there's a lot of money to be in, in being in the Premier League. And being a defensive team is 90% of the time it will help you be uh, stay in the league mm. but they have well, got some talented yeah. players they've got a lot of athletes in their team I think they should get so, a new manager I think Roy Hodgson's time yeah. to go mate but need to, they that, need to switch I think up literally backs up Abdi's point of they're playing the safe game and they know Roy Hodgson is a pretty safe bet in terms of yeah. the, the chances are he'll keep that squad in the league year after year yeah. and it won't be very exciting but he will do it but I think that's the point. That's what. Uh, that's why I said that I don't think they're really concerned with like lighting up the league. I think their main concern is just staying in the Premier League. I think that's and and you might look at it and go, oh, you know, that's a bit boring. Yeah, but we've seen many teams try to get away from their identity and get relegated. Stoke, Bolton, uh, Fulham, many times. Um, 
Sunderland. Well, what the hell is Fulham's identity? No one knows. <laughs> no, but like there was a period where they were in the in the league for like seven, eight years straight, and they made a, a Europa League final and all that kind of stuff. Um, so mm. it's it's then when you start going, oh, okay, now we can build. Let's bring in all this, all these players, all this much money. Like Stoke, for example, everyone knew how Stoke played. Then they kind of veered very away from that with Alnautovic, um, Bojan. Bojan. Um, Shakiri. Yeah, Shakiri. And then they start to lose their identity because now what are they? Uh, to be fair though, like, it's only when, that's when they looked at their best, to be honest. That's when they had the strongest team. Like, yeah. Under Pulis and all yeah. that, the boom to Peter Crouch, that stuff, <laughs> that, that, that was working for them in terms of staying in the league. But that's when they got the highest position when they had Mark Hughes and they yeah, brought but... in the likes of Arnautovic and Nzonzi and Shakiri and all of these top players, well, really good players actually, um, who could take them to the next level. But obviously they still had Muppets like um, Shawcross still in the team. <laughs> but that's what and... I'm saying. It's like, they, they I think having a balance, because in the first couple of seasons where they did finish eighth, they had a really good balance between the old ethos and where they wanted to go. Then they got ahead of themselves and they were just buying too many of the same players and then it just got away from them. Anyway, we digress a lot because Stoke aren't even in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> um, the next game... Oh, shout out to Villa, innit? They, they're doing bits. Yeah, um, big up. Next game was Fulham versus Southampton. My goodness. What an appalling game of football to watch. <laughs> it was oh, one of the most boring nil-nils. One of the most boring nil-nils ever, there was honestly. A, there was a, a disallowed goal. Yeah, Walcott, and that was. Yeah. And that happened. I think, in... I, I think you were generous in your time convinced for this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I said, Yeah, I said we should give it two minutes. <laughs> um, and that disallowed goal happened in like the eighty-seven minute. minute. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Mm. So um, shout out those two teams for whatever they want to do. Full of my game results, though. So shout true, out to them. Just, yeah. just about to ask you, actually, who do you yeah, think, considering? where each other are in the league and they both need the points for respective goals. Who do you think would, would have come away happier with that point? Considering, oh, I think, Fulham, was Southampton Fulham, away yeah. from home? Yeah, Southampton were away from home. Is that correct? So you've got to think Fulham would have taken that, would have wanted to use that as an opportunity to win. Same as Southampton. Uh, I, I guess it's a bit... I think you have to... Listen, you have to view all your home games as an opportunity to win. True. Um, if you're but, struggling for points. But if you're playing an informed Southampton... Um, who I, I don't know. I thought I, I thought Southampton were going to wipe the floor with Fulham, to be honest. Um, but they didn't. They no, underestimate Scott I told, Parker. I, I told you there. when they came. Oh yeah, because yeah, of the coat. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they Sorry, ever ever since the one-one against us, I actually genuinely started to think they're actually genuinely can play some. No, nah, they are football. a good. They're a good. Yeah. Team. They've got some. Oh, really they, good they did miss. Well. They did miss some big chances. There was one. What's the left back's name? Robinson. He put in yeah. a beautiful ball. To um, I think it was Cavalera, maybe. Yeah, it was someone. Cavalera, and he missed it. And then, Orphans. yeah, headed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad miss, yeah. Um, but that's where you need. I think that's what they were saying at the end of the game. If you're a Fulham, you're probably, you know, obviously Mitrovic isn't firing this season, and for whatever reason, he's not even finding himself in the starting lineup. You need a striker who's going to put away ten goals to to get you those three points against, like in a nil nil like that. One goal makes all the difference, and you get the three points. But I don't see where they they can get it, to be honest. But yeah, anyway, let's move on. Um, the next game was Manchester City versus Newcastle. Um, Newcastle have have sort of like dipped their form recently. Um, 
I don't know. Newcastle have been a bit funny. They're like, they'll they'll go through phases where they don't win a game and then they'll go mm. and get like three wins mm. and a draw and then no, they'll dip I, again. This Newcastle team is, they, they managed to pick up three <laughs> points, the odd three points here and there playing the most boring football, <laughs> potentially in the league at a moment. So to, to be on the amount of points that they are, which I think is potentially That's what I'm away from 20 or already on 20. Mm. is actually impressive considering that they they haven't impressed me once this season. Yeah, but you joke, but they were... Um, well, you don't joke because you're serious, but they were I'm like... I'm deadly serious. Last week, they were in the top half of the league. That's what I'm saying. It's like they they have these phases yeah. where they pick oh, up these just, points. And they're just very open. relevant. Yeah, but they they went in... As soon as I saw that lineup. I think uh, there was about six fullbacks on the pitch for Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looked like he played like six three one. I just thought, uh, what is the point? I understand you think if you don't go down that route, there's a potential that you could really get slapped. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just it, yeah. I mean, historically, me Newcastle at the Etihad, they get slapped. That's exactly what I was about to say. Mm. Talking about irrelevant. Oh yeah, don't say Tadia, that. Tadia says They'll probably take Tadia that says, result as a positive. Yeah. No, Tadia said Newcastle are irrelevant. That I'll tell you what is relevant. That fixture. Stop. The Premier League should just stop the Man City at home to Newcastle because it's like the beginning of since the beginning of time they've lost four five nil without scoring a goal. It's just like it's a joke. Like they should really look have a long hard look at themselves. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. You know, expected win for Man City. Didn't really Newcastle didn't really who scored because I have I don't actually think I've watched and Newcastle play. Torres. Yeah, yeah. Ferran Torres is quite good, you know. I like but him. I'm, yeah. I like him in Yeah. I like Cancelo. I think he's decent. Cancelo is Man City's best player by far. I said that. Mm. Yeah. And I say yeah. it with my chest. Okay. Did you say that, yeah? <laughs> I with said chest. that. Yes, with chest. Of all the good with players chest. they have, Cancelo is the one who's consistently performing well. What are you and, saying? You saying he's the most informed, or you're saying he is the best player in that squad? Listen, listen. You know I don't rate KDB in it. So listen, who oh. <laughs> even said anything about him? But there's also Sterling. There's also Aguero. There's also Edison. There's also I, like Junior too loud, man. Love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, City didn't have to get out of first gear. Yeah, like, literally. Actually, I don't, they didn't even have to start the ignition. It was simply a turn up. <laughs> Uh, and the job will get done day. It wasn't a turn up yeah. and let's get this job done. It was, yeah. we're, we're winning today. What I will say yeah. is that Pep continuously refuses to play Foden and he gave him two minutes oh, at the end of the game. Yeah. There's um, like genuine, credible news stories coming out to say that he's really frustrated by his lack of game time mm. in the Premier League because apparently he was promised a lot more of a role when David Silva left and... I think I said it last week or the week before. It's not enough for him to be playing a couple of Champions League games when you've already won the group yeah. and League Cup games. It's yeah, because like you said, Bolden. the League Cup, League Cup game in midweek when we played them, scored a beautiful goal. Fantastic. And he generally is really, really strong, strong, strong performance. Mate, you already, you've got experience with scoring at the Emirates, man. Just come to the Emirates and, <laughs> you know... Come and Abdi, you have man. to let that one go. I, I swear to you, we're and not getting Foden. <laughs> we're not getting Foden. Um, but yeah, let's move on. The next game was um, Sheffield United versus Everton, and I'm not gonna lie uh, to you guys, I didn't watch this game. This was an appalling yeah. game of football. I watched 20 minutes and I was disgusted and I turned off. <laughs> yeah, I watched the uh, I have seen bits and bobs, like I seen a, yeah. a great 
uh, Calvert-Lewin chance. We took the ball down really well, volleyed wide. Um, I think the, the only thing I've got goal. to say about this game is, yeah, it was literally um, what looked like the only bit of composure in the whole game. Um, and it was a good finish from Sigurdsson. Mm. But Sheffield United would have been devastating. I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. Them men are why what they sack their manager? Or they just not? They can't be saved, can they? Uh, so do you know, I, I think I think they'll stick with him now, and ninety nine percent going down, and I think they'll stick with each other next yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. The, the owner said, the owner said, even if we're in League One, oh, did he say that? Chris yeah? I mean, yeah, Chris Wilder represents like a, a lot. Chris Rowder represents a lot about Sheffield United. Um, whether that's good or bad, I don't know how you feel, but yeah. Well, is it, so what is two points? Well, I know it is. It is has to be the worst start ever. Not just, no, I'm not even just talking Premier League football. Derby hadn't won a game, and um, no, 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 but points. But wait, wait, but, but wait. two in fifteen. They hadn't won a game until uh, January, and I think they ended the whole season with like six points. No, <gasps> seven. Whoa, was it That's right? Crazy. I remember that derby team. 11, 11, 11 yeah, yeah. yeah, same thing, man. Six but we to... could see the way Sheffield United are going. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Where are they going to get wins? 13 defeats, 13 defeats is, is outrageous. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, certain right. teams have played 13 games. <laughs> no, but you have to say, though, Everton, listen. They're doing mm. quite well because I yeah. thought they had a little bit of a dip, but they, they did, picked yeah. themselves up now. They did have a lot of injuries Boy. during mm. that time that they did dip. Mm. Um, yeah. But I think we said yeah, it before, true. like when you when you look past that Everton first eleven, it does look a little shaky. I think Mark yeah. said that actually. Um, yeah, well, Mark. I gotta give them like not too much credit, but in the sense <laughs> that when when they did when they did get that dip, I honestly thought, here we go. This yeah, that's what I thought. Immediately, where mm. they go and do what they usually do, mm. but in terms of how they've reacted from that, because they went on like what did they go four games without winning or so? They've yeah. come back mm. from that strong and they've won. They they are again winning games week in week out now again. So it's we'll true. see, we'll see what goes on in the next kind of six to eight games. But yeah. if they're still in and around it after twenty five games, who's to say they can't push for the top four? We've seen like we've seen crazy things happen. It's not even that uh, old of a shout. It's true. Yeah, shout out to my boy Godfrey. Oh, the sexy beast! Oh, okay. he's gorgeous. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I about his Oxford performances, but go on, Tanya, you do your thing, innit? <laughs> no, I love him. Him and um, DTL. Oh, I tell you. Okay. All right, uh... go for a lie down, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what um, we need on... to do, by the way? Whoa. I'm take I'm taking this different place. We need to do just just for my benefit, like a sexy starting eleven. Like, can I just do that? Wait, why do episode? we need to do that? Why can't you do you, that? Yeah, you can start your yeah, own podcast. But... Yeah, exactly. Do all your own podcast. <laughs> sexy yeah. podcast. The, the, pe- the podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm scared to see where that goes. To be honest, um, I feel really comfortable uh... with this whole conversation. So let's move on. <laughs> Um, the next game was uh, Leeds versus Burnley. And honestly, guys, um, it, it was a classic. I mean, 1-0 doesn't suggest like it was a boring game. It was um, a boring game. I watched it. It was boring. Yeah, I watched it as well. But I feel like Burnley came on really well in the second half. And they had um, some... Do you want to talk about how that, that was a ridiculous decision? Where, yeah. yeah. Man, who is it? Messier came out and he didn't even get touched by me. He ran into Burnley. 
and then Barnes finished very well. Oh, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even um, any contact. To it didn't no, even not foul at all. all to me. If anything, um, Meslier ran out, didn't mm-hmm. get any contact, and dropped. Yeah. Um, no, it will. I know keepers can kind of. I don't know. He Meslier led with the knee and yeah. came straight through him. If anything, it was a foul from on Meslier, me. Yeah, but, it should have been a pen. Yeah. And anyway, me had his eyes completely on the ball. He didn't look once behind him. Like he wasn't trying to shield it from the keeper. Uh, that being said, <laughs> Sean Dyche and his moaning is literally every <laughs> single week the same thing. Oh, the game's gone. You know that was quite good. That was quite good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did week in, week out. The game. Yeah. yeah. But he loves another, run, he? They're another team I just want to see the back of, man. Honestly, yeah. like, just bore off. Bore off. Tanya, at this Bye. rate, your league, the league of your dreams is it's just... It's going to be Tottenham, isn't it? Yeah, Tottenham just and all the paintings. And the paintings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tottenham and the paintings. Is that, no, what, is yeah. that what it's called? Tottenham yeah. and the paintings. No. Tottenham and the paintings. No. No? Okay. Dripping in sauce, FC. Dripping so- in sauce, FC. No, we're talking about the league, not the team. Oh. Okay. Anyway, we go. All right, let's move on. Um, another win I, for Leeds. I just want to say, yeah, another win mm. for Leeds. But then also, mm-hmm. Abdi did call Sean Dyche a ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't gloss over that. Abdi, no, just, I'm, wanna... <laughs> I'm sick of his moaning, man, honestly. This is a guy who went on the training pitch and ate a worm on the f- on, on uh, from oh, pick up on the grass. Oh, you always bring this up. <laughs> no, I can't. That's, I can't. Tell us what, again, Uncle Abdi. You just expect me to, to gloss over it. Tell us again, Uncle Abdi. <laughs> a functioning, he's a highly paid <laughs> individual in a sport where loads of people watch him, and he goes on the training field and he eats a worm, and then he goes on the pitch. Are and you sure? Play, like, he ate it. The game's gone. <laughs> yeah, he did, man. <laughs> Oi, maybe that's why his throat's gone weird because he had the worm. No, he, he ate it. His his fro- mate, he came <laughs> out with that electric voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, enough about Sean Dash being a hoe. Um, the next game was West Ham versus Brighton. So, Brighton desperate for a win. Uh, probably play better away from home than they do at home uh, versus a West Ham team who are doing really well in the league, to be honest. I think they're sixth, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh, everyone kind of, like, brushed over them because of Moyes, and they sold a lot of players in the summer. But he's doing a really, really good mm. job. Yeah, yeah he, he is. You have to say he is. He, he's doing a good job. I can see why there's a little bit of frustration in the sense that he's not picking West Ham's maybe better to watch players mm-hmm. um, like Ben Rama and if you're only going to bring him on loan for a season when are you planning to use him it's true at what point and and but uh, the table doesn't lie mm-hmm. um, and West Ham have been good they, they'll be kicking themselves if they didn't win the game considering some of the teams they have beat this season yeah but um, yeah having said that though Mark they started appallingly Brighton deserved to be in the league yeah yeah, I was they gonna did, say to that they fair. they didn't look like West Ham at all. They just mm. they they no, weren't up for it, mate. Why are you playing Rice and Soycek at CDM no and then you're deciding, oh, bit of creativity, let's get Noble in at camp. <laughs> oh man. Oh Mark Noble was in number yeah. ten. Yeah, Mark Noble. Mad. Mark Noble was playing number ten. Rem- yeah. I think he got inspired by uh, Emery playing Torreira at number 10 at one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, I just don't get it. Mark, you're completely right. Like, it's it's okay having um, Rice and Suicek, uh 
um, as your two holding midfielders. They're really good. But then put Ben Rama up there, like someone who can make mm. the difference. I don't know. Mm. Um, they look like they're missing um, Antonio a bit. Antonio, they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. back on the bench for them. Uh, they're playing now, I think. Um, so he's back on the bench, which is good news for them. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Good question. Ah, <laughs> uh, tried to catch you there. And, uh, um, one, uh, one thing as well on that game is Brighton definitely shouldn't have gone 2-1 up. That was a handball. Yeah, that was a handball. Yeah. If you're going by the letter of the law and what we've seen this season, oh, you think he's, so? he's gone into it. One hundred percent. That would have been harsh. I think that would have been harsh. I really do. But I know the context of the rules, but I, I think that would have been harsh. And then Brighton showing like Brighton have been poor from set pieces and um, and crosses into the box, or even though they've got loads of oh, strong, set pieces. Um, <laughs> massive, massive, massive defenders and on the pitch as well. But um, what was it? Suchek's goal. I I really really like Ben White, but. That was unacceptable. Like yeah. Gary Neville was going mad. Oh yeah, he just completely he let him run forward. Like, but also, <laughs> and Lewis Dunk, he just kind of like glanced at. Uh, like, oh yeah, that was a weak. That and was... he's a leader as well, isn't it? Yeah. But Mark, your boy, our boy, what's his name? Suchek scoring yeah, again, yeah. again from from a set piece. Yeah. I said it. Well, I think that's his fifth prem yeah. goal this season. I don't know how many he's got in all comps, but considering he's primarily a. Uh, CDM and I, he does have a bit of license to go forward because he has got Rice next to him. Mm-hmm. But five goals in in however many games they've played, sixteen, fifteen is is impressive. Big player, and for it's, them. it's big player for them. Pardon the pun. Yeah, I was going to say it's no surprise <laughs> he's half of those goals or if not all of them have been headers he's because really he's very very so good in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out uh, David Moyes and the work he's done at, with West Ham. Uh, mm. Just show a little bit more, you know. Come on, show a bit more. Mm. Play those creative players. Um, <laughs> next game, Marcus, do you want to take us through Liverpool versus West Brom? Yeah, I mean, um, it's one of those games where. Are you going to praise West Brom again? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'll you know that Allardyce, yeah, he's a good. Yeah. <laughs> nah, That's I, what Mark's I'll praise be like. the players because they carried the job. They did. They did what. Uh, what would have been the game plan from minute one is yeah. if if we go one nil down, or if we can keep this at nil nil. Essentially, the game plan was stay in the game with ten minutes to go, be in the game in the 80th minute. Um, doesn't really matter how they did it because they did it, um, and they and they went they came and got a point. And we've drawn five in the league this season. Three of them have been against Fulham, Brighton, and West Brom. West Brom. Mm-hmm. West Brom. Um, so yes, it's annoying, but we're still top of the league. And yep. what I have to keep reminding myself is that we're in the middle of an, an injury crisis, and <laughs> um, these results are going to happen. We're not going to win every week. Yeah. So for me, it's just it's one of those ones where we got the chance to react now against Newcastle, go again, and hopefully pick up the three points. I'm not. I genuinely, I, I was disappointed with the result but I can't really put the micro microchip on the performances these days because I think we definitely need to get a centre-back though we need a centre-back but there's players in there like Robertson Wijnaldum who literally haven't had a break this season and they're still Mm. running through brick walls so I can't I can't sit here and and be negative yeah I I was disappointed with the result uh, and it was a really good chance for us to open up a very like a small gap quite early on in the season Mm. we haven't done that but what this team has shown me in the past two, three years is that they're amazing at bouncing back. So Newcastle yeah, this week, um, Southampton next, and then United. So got some players coming back. Thiago's 
uh, training with the squad. Ox, I think, will start tomorrow. So, um, but yeah, Abdi, as you mentioned, we we need centre back reinforcements because we've got one senior centre back for the full season, and he's injury prone, and his name's yeah, yeah, and didn't we can't me. rely on him. Yeah, and he's injured yeah. again, and it will probably be a month or so. So, but you had loads of chances in the first half, though. Like you literally yeah. could have been four Yeah, up. we did, and, and Johnston made a, an amazing save from Firmino. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. what a oh save! Yeah, he's a good keeper, literally fingertips. He's a very good keeper. Um, yeah, but I just think for me, it's the type of game that you look at at the, at the start of the season, and on paper, you would say three points. Yeah. So in I that sense, I want to ask you quickly. Oh, go on. Go on oh, sorry, just quick. Sorry, Tans. Um, I want to ask you about Reese Williams. Mm-hmm. He's, mm. I, I like the look of him. He's got, he's a good prospect. Um, he's got very, he's like, he's good on the ball and everything, and he can play out at the back. But sometimes I feel like he, he's, he's, he's actually quite slow. Like yeah. we saw with that guy Carl Angle yeah. when yeah, he got he threw and blitzed right, him. Um, yeah. But like I feel it was a bit, especially for that type of game. I felt it was a bit un, 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 uh, oh, that's not the word un, um, harsh on what's his name, uh, Nat Phillips. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like Nat Phillips is very dominant in the air. So I feel like that would have been a better game for him, especially yeah. considering but, the goal I mean, he conceded as well. I hear you, to be fair. Reese Williams is also very good in the air. Um, mm-hmm. I just think I think Nat Williams will probably start against Newcastle. I just, think he, I just think he brought on Reese Williams because he's had more football recently, particularly in the Champions League. Um, so I think he was thinking about kind of that side of things. But I do think mm-hmm. we'll see Nat when it starts tomorrow. It's, it's difficult because one's 19 and one's 23. Mm. But they're yeah. kind of, in terms of um, on the field, you'd say Reese Williams is going to be the one that's with us over the years because he is the 19-year-old, yeah, younger, kind of playing at a similar level to the 23-year-old who we almost sold in the summer. So glad that we didn't. <laughs> but it's clear that if we had a fully fit squad, we wouldn't be talking about Nat Phillips, but we'd understand that Reese Williams was a prospect that we'd have to keep an eye on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So for me, I it's, think we it's, have... yeah. Because Nat Phillips no. is, is slow as well. Yeah. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say, um, I think I think we should actually commend Exam though, to be fair, because to get a point at Anfield, I mean we mm. couldn't do it. I don't um... know about commend. <laughs> no, I, I mean I, I, I get what you mean. Was 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 good and that is it Ajayi? I'm really yeah, Ajayi, sure I said yeah. that wrong. He had a really good game, I thought. Come no, on, no, can, I, can we just West Brom? Can, West nah, Brom. can we can we just Acknowledge what Tanya just said there. Can we just acknowledge what Tanya just said Yeah, She just said Let's, the approach was good. I guarantee in about five minutes from now, this girl's <laughs> going to lose her mind when we talk True. about Tottenham and Jose Mourinho. Sorry. It's the same approach. Mm. This is the thing. He got a draw, though. That's the difference. Yeah, so, so don't Tottenham. Get... Don't Listen, Mourinho can wait. I'm ready. Don't, don't worry. We'll talk about uh, that. In a second, uh, but now come on, it's a good point. No, it's definitely yeah, it's a good point for West Brom. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is a very good point. For you West can't say they didn't play well, like to hold on in the first half when I know Liverpool really they shouldn't have had about four, yeah. and then in the second no, they, half, and they could have won. We were forgetting one of their players missed it. I can't remember no, they, his name. I don't think I don't think they played well, but you, there's a case to say that they defended well. They sat in their blocks, um, of six and four, <laughs> and that's it. And when they had the chance to counter-attack, two or three would push on and then the rest would kind of sit back in and wait for, wait to soak up the next attack. I understand why they did it. And every mm. team similar to West Brom does it. But then now I've said that, you realise Fulham got a point against us playing a completely different True. style of football by yeah. not sitting back, 
with mm. 10 men behind the ball and actually trying to express themselves mm. and, and play for so it, that's why I'm a bit like but it is possible I've got a point yeah it is possible but, but both, it both is Anfield in their own it way. is Anfield yeah that's what I'm saying True. Anfield Ooh, but no I, I agree with Mark played well stretch defended well yeah definitely let's move on Tanya let's let's talk about you Oh, How right, you, you saved like the worst till last. I'm fuming. Well, they played last, so. <laughs> I'm absolutely fuming, mate. I'm on, not tell happy us about at it. all. Tell us, tell Where us how do you, you even start? I mean, first of all, I weren't happy with the team selection. Why? Like, tell us why. I, I complain <laughs> because I don't think Kane should have played a full night minutes against Stoke. I don't understand mm-hmm. that for the life of me, why that needs to happen. It's a championship side. Play Vinicius in the first 45. Worst case scenario, bring on Kane in the second half. But that's another story. I'm seeing the likes of Winks, who got man of the match against Stoke. Whoa, whoa. Like, Wiki, let's let's start him in, a, in, a, in this game. Start him. And then I told you, I don't ever want to see Sanchez in the Tottenham shirt again, yeah? Plays him. Quite happy about that. And I'm seeing this five at the back nonsense. I'm thinking, bloody hell. But, to be fair, that tactic did work in the first half. We got a really early goal. Mm-hmm. Um, good goal from Ndombele had a really good game I thought yeah. in the first start dominated I thought right this is a good start and we had some good chances um, that piece of play for Ndombele I think he should have passed it to Kane boy I was like yes boys yeah, yes boys yeah. and what do we go and do we sit back I am sick to death of this boring sit back hit and hope football I don't want to watch it anymore I'm getting tired of it I know I've praised it because we were getting results, but I have an issue when we start losing games. This mm. approach is not working, okay? I'm seeing Kane and Son. To me, they look fed up, but I think a lot of it is they're just tired. Hoybier looks knackered as well because we're so reliant on him. <clears throat> but I just... Do you know what he said after the game? I, I wrote, I've written it down. This is what Marina said, yeah? Yeah, we did not. We, we did up. not have the ambition or desire to go for more. Are you mad? He should have Are some you change. actually... Have some this change. guy, yeah, he's a terrorist, bruv. He's the Trump <laughs> of football, yeah? How are you trying to the say... The views of Tanya do not no, represent... We'll talk about that later. How are you trying to say we didn't go for more? That's on you, my G. That's on you. <laughs> Don't come out here, yeah, and start blaming the players, uh, think... sticking it on Deli Ali for doing... Uh, hey, no, no, no. Let me, let me have this moment, yeah, because I'm, on, I'm, I'm really on, getting on. pissed off now, yeah? I'm sick of him, right? Picking on Deli Ali about a stupid little flick when we ended up winning the game anyway. What's that got to do with anything? The fact of the matter is, we've got some really good attacking players in this team. We've got the best striker in the world. Why are you telling them to play so defensive? Kane might as well be a centre back. The whole team might as well be a centre back. I'm sick of it. It's negative and it's. Do you know what? Spurs will always be called bottle jobs, and that is a bottle job approach. Why are you thinking that? sitting back after being just one nil up against a team like Wolves, letting them dominate, letting them get back into the game. You think that's acceptable? It's not. It's not acceptable. And I'm telling you now, if we don't beat Fulham, I'm 100% Mourinho out. I'm 80% at the minute. Couldn't give a toss if I'm negative or reactionary. I don't care. I'm sick of it. And yeah, I'm human. Just to to tell you, Tanya, that the Fulham game might be postponed. (laughs) So you can... Your Mourinho. Thank God. We'll rest a little Thank bit. Thank bloody God. I hear, I hear you made some very, very rallied points there, Tanya, but I think calling him a terrorist is a little bit. There's no bar. Well, so. There's no bar. There's no bar. I'm sick of him. Just, he, just I never wanted him anyway. Um, I don't like him. He's toxic. I don't like him. 
Mm. You're absolutely right. He's he, like, especially the things he chooses. Like, he's very much the type of person who, like I, I mentioned last week, Mourinho's the type of person who will highlight what his 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 point and then ignore the stuff that is going against him. Like, yeah. for example, like Tani said, criticizing Deli Ali midweek when you won the game, and Deli Ali generally he played he played okay than has been recently, and then um, at the weekend as well, saying that it doesn't like there was no um desire to ambition to go forward when clearly the team is set up that way you mm. see you playing essentially like they all talk about two banks of four that was one bank of ten man and it's just like <laughs> it's a joke uh, and then it, like the guy consistently is like the players aren't put in a position to um uh to, to succeed and score goals and you know and also put um what's the word um just, just you know, express themselves. So like you guys see guys son playing almost like a left wing back, and they look and fed got, up. Um, they look fed up. Like they don't look motivated. Why would you be like you're Harry bloody Kane and you're being told to sit back and not try and create chances? And the thing is, what annoys me is that when we went that goal down, we started to get back into the game again. Like what's that all about? I'm telling you, this is all Mourinho. I don't believe for one second the players are, de- are deciding to play this way. This is Mourinho. And look, this is what we're going to have to put up with because he's not going anywhere. And this is classic Mourinho. That's how he likes to play. But as I said before, it's all well and good if you're getting results. But if we're not getting results playing like this, I have an issue with it. Massive, massive issue. It's just like, I don't know. It's boring to watch. I get stressed every game. I throw my phone. I mean, that's that's nothing new. But I don't (laughs) enjoy watching us. I don't. What happened to the attacking football that we were playing when we beat Man United? Or I know we capitulated against West Ham, but, you know, sit back when you've got something to sit back on. Not when you're 1-0 up after how many seconds. What's mm. that? And then taking off Ndombele. Like, he was I'm getting sorry. tired in the second half, though. He, he was on the yellow card as well. And bringing on to Soko. Oh, my God. Wow. That's really going to scare the opposition, isn't it? <laughs> oh, do you know what, mate? I... I don't know. All right, I'm not. Uh, I'm not hopeful. I'm not hopeful. No, we got to give wait, credit wait, to before to we move Wolves. on. We got to give yeah, credit yeah. to Wolves. Like, I wasn't yeah, going to move on. Brilliant. Wait, wait. Uh, I wasn't going to move on. I was just going to say, uh, Tanya, hope, hopeful of what? Like, what are you not hopeful of? What you? Um, I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm I don't mean to say that like, we're going to win the league because I never thought we were. Mm-hmm. But I'm even starting to think if we carry on like this, maybe top four ain't possible. You know. I'm not even joking. Maybe it's not top possible. four is possible for anyone in and around that big mix up know, right now. Way. Top four is possible for any of them, but it's about now yeah. putting, putting together a run of results, which is what you're calling for, obviously. Tanya. He can just win a trophy and piss off as far as that's Tanya, Arsenal, that's you, it. Arsenal were 14th at the end of this weekend and only nine points off top four. So, um, yeah, that's I think, Tanya, I've got a question for you. Yes, Because I think I know what my answer would be, but I don't know. If he wins you the car, uh, the League Cup this season and you finish in the top four, mm. is, is that a successful season for you? And are you happy then yeah. to move on into next season with him? No. I would so, get rid of him after that, personally. And I know that sounds crazy, but I genuinely just think that's what he was bought in for. Let's be honest. Like, we need a trophy. Tottenham haven't won a trophy in bloody centuries. Okay, if he gets us that league cup, gets us top four, ta-da, see you later. Bring another manager in that's actually going to play decent football because that's yeah, you, one thing that's not that we can happen, tip though, off. That's unrealistic. If he wins you yeah, trophy, he gets you top four, he's done his job. I can't Literally. watch this football. I can't. It's just... Wait, do you even think like, the league cup is enough for a team like Spurs? 
Uh, yeah, of course it is. No, it is. Yeah, we can't I'm be not, picky. Yeah, not even say, not even like in a mockery way, but when it has been a long time, any cup I think is. Anything, anything, honestly. But the thing is, I don't even think we're gonna win one with Mourinho. If I'm being dead, deadly honest, mm. well, let's let's be honest. No, you, deadly, honest um, you might win. You got the better semi-final draw. You got the best possible. So unless you are kind of in the final, obviously Brentford's not easy, but you yeah. take them over City or United. I was about to say, let's not offend yeah. Brentford here. No, let's not offend. Yeah, exactly. You, you would have you would have looked at that lineup and literally chosen Brentford though. So you've got yeah, your yeah, chance to make the final now. Uh, it's on you to take it though, on on and, and, team and, and they've uh, and they've been and they've been seeing the United this season as well. So yeah, uh-huh. it's your best chance, and I can't see you actually winning it because it seems like he mm. takes that trophy seriously. Um, and being a trophy, and in his second season, he always wins trophies. Well, Kane's yeah. shattered. I'm like, I'm really concerned yeah. about this reliance on Son and Kane because Bell he's out for a couple of weeks now. I mean, what a, what a joke of a signing, mate! Golf it's actually a joke in, now in Malaga. That's where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> well, got on him. I do not wish to speak anymore on the matter. Okay, so Wolves, uh, big shouts out to them. Um, yeah, massive shout out. Mainly, mm-hmm. mainly Pedence and Neto. Neto. Um, oh. What? First, before we get into them, to you, what is going on with Traore? Mm. Uh, is no he ever going to get end product year. in his life? No assist, <laughs> wow. no assist in six months, no goal for a year. But the, the funny thing about that is when I watch him, he still has an impact and an influence yeah. on the game. Yeah. So it's a I think he's all the Vaseline on his arm. <laughs> but also, he is always double marked as well. So he, he um, frees up space for other players. Mm. Um, yeah. But what I was going to say on Neto, yeah, man, how I wish, I know it's not going to happen, but how I wish Arsenal had a player like him. He is the type Me of player too. that is just an instant, like, he inspires the team forward. Like, he gets the ball yeah. and he, his directness when he dribbles and he runs at players. Mm. That's what we mm. don't have at Arsenal. You have Pepe who kind of like dances around like yeah. And then you've got Paul Dents on the other side who can do the exact same thing. And he's a and, proper and run and at you and the technique. When you, yeah. when you well, think like about a... that so I was just going to say because we, we did a Euro 2020 thing a few weeks ago or a month or so ago and I didn't I should have maybe said Portugal because when you look at the you think about kind of obviously you've got CR7 you've got Bruno Fernandes you've got Jota Neto, Podence, Bernardo mm. Silva. Bernardo Silva. Some of the options they've got in those Neves. areas up top. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's actually... Like, they've got a lot going for them at the moment. Yeah, it's true. At the weekend, when they were playing Tottenham, yeah, I looked at their starting lineup and I'm like, why is Portuguese not the first language at Wolves? Because <laughs> you've got Patricio Semedo, you've got um, Marcel, he's got Brazilian, but he's Portuguese, Neves and Matinho, <laughs> Neto, Podence, and Fabio Silva. It's a joke. Like, right. and then... But what I like about, like Junior was saying, what I like, I agree with what you were saying about how he drives the team forward. But what I love about him the most, Jay, is that any any at any point in the pitcher, he can get the ball and turn and get into a position where he can shoot or cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's rare quality that you can make your own shot or cross from yeah. any situation. Yeah. He can go outside, he can go on the inside. And Podence is starting to remind me of Hazard, the way he can trickle mm-hmm. in and out of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Padence has that really low centre of gravity that Hazard yeah. had in the yeah. sense that some of the angles he can he can dribble at is just for defenders, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, okay. That's Fabio Silva could have won it as well. Yeah, exactly. He had a but massive again, chance at the end. Yeah, it's unlucky. Unlucky. We, 
we can't defend from set pieces either. That's another concern that we need to address yeah. because, anyway. Shout out um, to Saiz. I like Saiz though. He's, he's a good passer. I was thinking maybe he could be one of those options that Liverpool could look at, but I forgot that he's 30 years old, so you probably weren't looking at him. And plus, he looks, he looks good in a back three. I, I would, I don't know if yeah. he's a quality to kind of sit in a back three. He plays back four on the weekend, but he, He's got really good passing. He's really, really good on the ball. Like, yeah, well, he's only just... The know, he's, he's, he's had a few problems with COVID and other things, but he's only just oh, yeah. worked his way back into the Wolves team. He's been out of it for about two months. Yeah. So, um, that ends It was up... good to see... Oh, no, I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> I was going to say, it was good to see Jimenez um, At the in the crowd watching yeah, the football. Yeah. Hopefully okay. he's back yeah, soon, that was it. But... Now, <laughs> that concludes our a weekend roundup. Um, man of the week last week was Scott McTominay. Um, Congrats. To, to Abdi's um, dismay. <laughs> this week, who are your nominations? Let's go with Tanya first. Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> You're not going to laugh, but Big Sam. <laughs> he got a point at uh, Anfield. I think that was a big point. <laughs> Struggling team, he's just come in as a manager. Come on, man, big up, big Sam. All right, okay. So, big Sam is Tanya's nom. Uh, Mark, do you want to go next? Uh, poor, good question. Uh, I'll, I think I'll give it to after about five seconds of thought. There, I think I'll give it to I know he didn't score and he mm. was unlucky not to, but I'll give it to Ollie Watkins because what he did, uh, in terms of leading the line for 10 man Aston Villa was sensational. It just felt like Villa had two men up top and it was it was just him. So I'll give it to him just for the perseverance. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with... Sorry, Abdi. I'm going to go with Saka. Uh, just for his Oh, yeah. Well-deserved, yeah. Um, against Chelsea. Um, yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said. Abdi? Uh, I'm going to go with El Ghazi. Yeah, El Ghazi, okay. Yeah, five goals in five games. Two goals this yeah. week. Good shout. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so we'll you know what to do, people. Big Sam gets the vote. <laughs> uh we'll put the we'll put this week we'll put the um the noms on socials so everyone can have their say. Um and yeah, so um we don't have a footballers in trouble this week, although this is kind of related. So everyone knows what twenty twenty has been about. And it's obviously COVID. COVID has dominated most of our lives. So what is the one thing that you can't do? What is the one thing we've learned to do this year with, um, in respects to uh, our social lives? Wash your hands. No, social distance. We've, yes. Um, we've, oh, by no, the wrong. way, can I, can I just say that Leeds are 3-0 up against West Brom? Um, and anyway, Arsenal are looking I, I, shocking, I checked can't about lie. five minutes ago and it was 1-0. Um, so uh, we've learned to social distance. One footballer has taken it upon himself to throw a week-long um, New Year's <laughs> party with, with 500 guests. Nah, do you know what? He in Brazil. In Brazil. And that is none other than Neymar Jr. Do you know what, Neymar? The... the... That is that I didn't get an invite. Oh my god! Um, so, in all seriousness, 
Um, there were a couple of rules um, for Neymar's party. He built um, he built an an underground um, space for rave, and it's Doing like soundproof. And the one rule that he he had for people was that you weren't allowed to take your your phones. So basically, <laughs> you weren't allowed to document the right. the, the event. Except he forgot that we live in a world of idiots who want to document every <laughs> single part of their lives. So this one influencer with um, air quotes, she decided that she was going to literally video the whole area. Wow. So literally it's her with her like face and she's like, oh my God, I'm at this party. Yeah. And well, like, why has it happened? Because I thought you said it was New Year. Yeah, no, no, no. But they've already started to go there because it's oh, week long. Right. It's a week cool. long thing, Mark. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Oh, so right. oh he's God. got this like massive like. What I'm being like a... Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. You're allowed to do that. Do France have a winter break? Uh, well, Neymar's injured, so. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on annual leave. He's on annual leave. <laughs> Sister's birthday, man. <laughs> he's, he's on annual leave, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, cool, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, what is that, Brian? All right, relax. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Anyway, th- that's what I wanted to bring to you guys just to, to end um, Interesting. this podcast. I bet you that made that made you love Neymar even more, Junior. No, I, I honestly think it's embarrassing, but whatever. But but no, Andy is. will go live up your life in it. Usually I would, but five hundred guesses is a bit outrageous. <laughs> yeah, it is. Leave <laughs> up four nil up. Oh my four god! Nil. Forty minutes. This is the same way. Yeah, all right. We'll <laughs> chat about that. Yeah, come on. Do you want to change your man of the week nomination? (laughs) (laughs) Um, don't worry. Uh, I'm sure Big Sam has a plan for Arsenal, uh, Mark. So don't worry. We'll we'll probably if there's anything like um, yesterday was is six four zero. That's the plan for (laughs) Arsenal for West Brom. I don't know why formation. I don't know why because Arsenal against Brighton is looking a bit mad. But yeah, let's um, let's end this. It was a pleasure. To, to do this again with you guys. Um, Boy, you just... Because just, I did badly last week, you, you, you ruined the outro now. Don't do it anymore. No, no I was going to give it to you. I was just going to uh, say... Uh, I was just going to say... Jeez, Abdi, you need to relax a little bit. It's very important touchy. to me, this outro. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's touchy. touchy. Huh? What I was going to say was like, it was nice seeing you guys. Like, we're on holiday and stuff, so... Yeah. We, we might not have done this, but yeah. Um... Oi, by the way, who's this goalkeeper from yeah, Brighton? Yeah. He's looking nice, you know. Yeah, Abdi, lock this off. Abdi, lock this off. Right, lock this off. Right, right, I need to Google him when we come off. Oh, first of all, God. first of all, I'd, on behalf of Mark and Junior as well, I'd like to apologise for Tanya and her behaviour this this week. Really? Some girls watching this, okay? <laughs> I'm listening to uh, this Can I wrap up, please? As always, we'll be back next Wednesday. Um, thank you for joining us and as always we'll talk about this later oh, Ross, that, we'll talk about that later he doesn't <laughs> even know the name we'll lock this shambles off man lock this shambles off if we have a if we have a like an opposite of like if we have a send off like you know how we have man of the week and we have a sending yeah. off Addy should be sent off five minutes in all right see you guys bye Oh, and happy new year. Happy new year next year. Bye. Oh, yeah. Happy new year, guys. Mark's gone. He's like, look the shambles off, bro. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.